Welcome to another episode with Coach Kathy. Recently, I put a post on Instagram that was about the six perspectives of late in life diagnosis of ADHD. Essentially, how do we look at our late in life diagnosis and how is that affecting us? To my surprise, I received a whole lot of comments, a whole lot of shares, a whole lot of engagement with this post because what I shared about these six, six perspectives really resonated with a lot of people. I'm so glad that you found the content useful, which then led me to this podcast. So in this episode, I want to talk about these six different perspectives of ADHD and how do they really affect us? My diagnosis was at the age of 42 with ADHD and I was surprised. I was in disbelief and then I was relieved. I was like, oh, finally my life makes sense. I was also left with the feeling of what do I do next? Where do I go? Who do I talk to? One step is to really understand what ADHD brain neurology is all about. I am sure you, if you're here, you're listening to this podcast, this is one of many podcasts that you have listened to. You've read a whole bunch of articles by now. You've watched a whole bunch of YouTube videos on ADHD and what it's all about and the different types of ADHD and so forth and so much that you are sucked into the vortex of the ADHD knowledge vault as I like to call it. And then there's another piece that I don't think many have explored and in this episode I like to introduce you to this other way of researching your ADHD or not ADHD, but a a whole perspective of what does it all mean to you? Where do you go from here? So often when it comes to ADHD diagnosis, there are six perspectives that we may choose to view it. One is that it's holding you back from living your life. So essentially you become a victim to it. Another perspective is you work best under stress, you like that high intensity and that hyperactivity that it gives you, and you don't want to change it, and you're resisting. And then there's a third level of perspective that says, it is what it is, I'm doing the best I can, and I call that rationalizing. So you either are a victim to it in the first stage or first perspective, Or you become a resistor and say, "Mm, I'm going to push it aside. I'm just going to keep doing what I've been doing. It works for me and that's just the way it is. Or you rationalize and, and try to cope, if you will. Then there are three more perspectives that show up. Then the fourth one would be you finally decide to put your needs first. You start creating healthy boundaries and you take care of not only everybody else, but also yourself too. And really self-compassion kicks in. The fifth level then is to say, I'm finding out how I can make the most of my brain. And you look for opportunities. 
So I had this fifth perspective, if you will, if, if we were to kind of go stage by stage, in this level, you're looking for new ways of looking at your brain as an asset of what else can I do with this, right? And finally, the sixth perspective, which is like the highest level of awareness and you're at your genius is the belief or the thought that you are the creator of your own destiny, you choose to take charge of your brain and you do whatever the heck you want and it is what it is but at the same time you're creating, you are tapping into your inner genius and really unleashing that gift that everybody talks about. So there are six perspectives. Victim, being resistant to it, rationalizing it, self-compassion, you see it as an opportunity, or you're being a creator and you're looking for just new ideas that nobody even thought of and, and you're just being a genius, right? These perspectives, how have they come to be, you wonder? Well, where did they all start? Why do I have one or the other or, or all of them? Or do I juggle between all of that? You know, as I was reading them to you, which one resonates with you? Well, these perspectives have come to become based on your beliefs, your values, your life experiences. Some will live their entire lives just going through autopilot and not even questioning which perspective they're looking at life through, right? Which lens they're really seeing life through. Now, since you are here listening to this podcast, you are willing to shift your perspective. You are looking for answers. You are questioning the current state of mind you're in. So good for you. Keep listening because there's more to this. As you start to change your perspective, you shift into non-judgment. Why is this important? Well, when we're in non-judgment, we are able to tap into our highest potential. However, the flip side, if you stay at the status quo and you stay in judgment, you begin to label experiences, whatever they might be, with conviction. The stronger that label is, the stronger you hold on, your brain holds on to that definition and says, this is how I view it and this is how it is. So when we say move past your diagnosis, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about not holding on to the label, not judging it. It is what it is. It's a brain neurology. And the moment you start to see it as, you know, at that level five, which is about opportunity or level six, where you're creating things, those perceptions of five or six is when the sweet spot opens up and you're tapping truly into non-judgment and looking for positives. Let me give you another reason why your perspective can really affect how you show up in your life. Let's take stress, for example. Its basis is perception. What fuels stress is perception. 
the way one person may look at a situation is different than another person and how they react to it is different. And let's not forget about emotional regulation and ADHD and you mix it all of that up with all the ADHD traits. The higher level of understanding we have around how we perceive things, we can really truly hone in on how much we stress over something versus how much we react versus how much we respond and so forth. Let me give you an example. Let's take stress in first and second perspective, which are your victim, you're resisting it, you don't want to change. Those are the two levels that have the highest levels of emotion and energy tied to them. People who tend to see their ADHD in these two levels, they're actually producing a whole lot of cortisol in their body. And cortisol is there to help you push through stressful situation your body produces this hormone it's actually not a bad thing when you look at it it's there to you go into survival mode so that you can push through something that's the positive side of cortisol but too much of it all day every day those people that say i work better under stress i need tight timelines i'll get things done last minute Those are all activities that produce a whole lot of cortisol in your body. And essentially, in the long run, the body will shut down. You'll hit rock bottom. You'll burn out. You'll hit overwhelm, which personally, I've been there. I've done that. So you see, that little shift in perspective can really play a bigger picture in your overall health in your overall managing of you're not only managing your body better but also your mind your brain and so forth so during my coach training program i came across an assessment tool that is designed to measure how you perceive everyday life on a good day and under stress So how does a person on a good day where everything is like awesome and you're jamming to your groove and things are going your way, which level do you really show up in? Intuitively, you could say, oh, Kathy, I'm a level five. I see things as opportunity. I'm going. And then under stress, how do you show up? You may say, well, under stress, I get a little bit pissed off and I go into kind of resistance or I rationalize things and life is good and I keep moving forward. So that's your gut saying that. But imagine there's a tool out there, truly there is, that assesses that perspective by asking you a bunch of questions and then spits back out a result and says, here's how you show up in life and this is the perspective that you see everything in. Why is this important to know? Once you measure this perspective, you are increasing your level of awareness to what the heck is going on. So you're no longer just playing this guessing game. Should I be changing my diet? Should I do planners? Should I do exercise? All of this. The whole darn thing starts to make sense because it all starts with the way you view everything that's in front of you. And the emotion, the thought, the actions, that whatever that come uh, with that perspective. So don't forget, perspective, when we really look at something, 
what happens is we're thinking about things, we're feeling things, and then we do something about it. So this assessment, once it shows you where you are with things, your level of self-awareness truly increases. And imagine once you see something, you cannot unsee it. Once you hear something, you can't unhear it. It's that powerful. And when I went through and did this assessment myself, it really shifted the way I looked at my ADHD. And from then on, I started sharing it with my clients. I put them through the assessment. And when they saw that, it became the basis of really, once they got diagnosed, here's how they perceive things. And here are the tools that can shift it. So essentially, that's what this podcast is about, is to tell you that your perspective really guides everything else that's going on, be it in your relationship, in your communication, in decision-making, all of that good stuff. So once they see this foundation, they're able to make better decisions, navigate stress better, improve communications with not only loved ones, but at work, in business, enhance really all aspects of their lives by just this minor shift of, oh, this is how I'm showing up. I am acting this way for this reason. And here's a different perspective. So imagine you've taken Myers-Briggs, I don't know, DISC, all of those personality, uh, Enneagram, all of that, right? And most of you are familiar with those. These tools can help you understand your strengths, embrace your weaknesses, discover how you can work to your full potential. In that way, they typically support a work with what you have approach to adapting your behavior and pursuing personal excellence. What we do with this tool is truly to measure how an individual currently perceives and approaches work and life. It shows which number is their primary perspective. Then we start the work to move to the next level. Just one shift from a three to a four can make a huge difference. So this is the foundation of my coaching practice that I do with my clients. We use it as a critical part of creating transformation for them and it becomes the foundation of everything else that we do. So most self-help books will tell you the higher you are aware of yourself and what's going on with the way you perceive everything, the better you're able to manage and react to situations. So I'm sharing this with you in hopes to give you another tool that you can use towards your late in life diagnosis experience. If you're really ready to take your research, your findings on ADHD to the next level and understand that it starts with your true, true, true self-awareness towards your ADHD and how it's impacting you, head over to my website, readysetchoose.com, go under services, and choose the tab that says increase your self-awareness. This is where you can read a little bit more about the, the assessment and also purchase it and book a call with me and we'll go through it together. 
and I will explain it all to you. I will share with you your personalized debrief on the assessment, uh, identify some of the key patterns that are coming up for you, and really be able to just lay the foundation. If nothing else, this is one of those tools that has been a game changer for so many people in so many different ways, and I would love to share it with you. So I hope you enjoyed this uh, mini episode with me and added a little bit more into your toolkit of what the heck do I do after an ADHD diagnosis. Until next time, keep on shining.